The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 298. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. If you haven't gone and signed up for a free Blueprint MCAT account yet over at blueprintmcat.com, you should do so. Today, you get some amazing free resources at blueprintmcat.com. We'll talk about those at the end. Let's talk about... What happens if you have a drug charge that's about seven years old and whether or not that's going to ruin your ability to get in to medical school? Our student today has asked, I've reached out to a couple of universities and have divulged the age, almost seven years old, and nature of what are two concurrent, earned at the same time, misdemeanor drug charges possessing of an amount of a dangerous for personal, a dangerous drug for personal use and possession of drug paraphernalia, which was a baggie that contained the drug. That will show up on my background check. These charges cannot be expunged. In the state where I was charged, Arizona, their courts do not allow expungement for any charge. They only allow something called a, quote, set aside, which still leaves the charge on your background, but notes that it was, quote, set aside. I was told by both admissions department that this would not automatically disqualify me for admission, but has anyone here known anyone who has accepted, who was accepted into medical school after pleading guilty to a drug charge? And two, the reason why I was using at the time is complicated and might make them question my current mental status. If I explained where my mind was at the time, I would have to paint the picture of the abusive relationship that I was in for nearly a decade from 18 to 27. I'd reached a point in my life where I felt like the only escape from the isolation, physical abuse, and psychological abuse that I was experiencing was to end my life. How much of that should I openly share on my AMCAS and ACOMIS applications? I'm sorry to have have to unload something like this into the chat. Thank you for your help. Some information regarding who I am in this journey. In 2019, graduated summa cum laude, at 3.97 cumulative GPA, great job with an associate in science and an associate in arts degree. Also, since transferring to the university that I attend now, I've maintained a 4.0 GPA and will be graduating in the spring of 2022 with a Bachelor of Arts in Interdisciplinary Studies with a pre-med emphasis. Current BCPM GPA 3.89, got a B in Gen Cam, that darn B, but I will continue to take more biology and math related classes to raise that uh, this before I graduate. MCAT-wise, I'm beginning to, pre- pre- to prepare now so I can take the MCAT by the middle of next year. I want to feel as confident as possible when I head into the test. Volunteer record, I've spent time with local food banks, my last school's food pantry, and in a no-kill animal shelter. Work experience to medicine, worked in an emergency room as a patient registration representative. Often I'm the first contact the patient had with the hospital staff, and if a patient was incapacitated, I was often the first to approach family members and gather information so wristband and stickers could be made that would make treating the patient easier. I dealt with people who were struggling with mental health issues and some who were 
experiencing immediate distress due to physical trauma and needed to be able to approach them in a way that would allow me to help them the best way that I could in my position. All right, so a couple things to say about this. I do know some people who are in medical school who have gotten in, have drug-related issues, and they've gotten in. Not an issue. You are accepted to medical school prior to any sort of background check. That that happens before background checks. The background check happens after. Obviously, in your application, you are answering yes or no to, do you have a misdemeanor? Do you have a felony? And when you answer yes to those, you have a little bit of space to talk about those things. And so the best thing to do is just to be open and honest and talk about it. And talk about, I, I, I wouldn't go into super big details about potentially the trauma that you had, the abuse that you suffered, but but kind of super, not superficially, talk about it in a way that people will know what you're talking about and will we'll go, okay, I get it. There was some abuse there and, and I understand and drug use is a part of that escape. Understandable, talk about being clean, talk about being sober, all of that stuff in as few characters as possible because they don't give you a lot of space. Getting into medical school with an old drug charge shouldn't be a problem. Where there may be issues down the line and where you may want to talk to a lawyer, and I've had a lawyer on the pre-med years podcast twice before. His name is Larry Cohen. You can go and find him. Just Google Larry Cohen, medicalschoolhq.net, and, and you can listen to those episodes where there may be issues is like getting a DEA license and, and medical licensing down the road. That's usually where medical schools are concerned is not necessarily for acceptance to medical school, but will there be any issues in licensing down the road that may hinder your ability to practice medicine once you graduate medical school? So I would talk to a lawyer just from that aspect, not from getting into medical school aspect. I think you'll be okay there. Your grades are great. Hopefully your MCAT score is good. We'll talk about what you're doing now for a job in a second. But talk to a lawyer from the angle of, will this affect my ability to get a DEA? Potentially even go straight to the DEA and go, hey, like I'll be applying for a DEA in in five years, in four years, whatever it is. And here's what I have. Are there any issues there? So that is where my concern is down the line. Getting into medical school, I think you'll be fine as long as you're open and honest with them on your application, what you went through without going into too much depth. I did a, an episode of application renovation I was recording yesterday and the student in their disadvantaged essay talked about some very gory details of why they, why he and his family had to flee Columbia and I was like, why, why, why did you write that? Like, that's super gory and, and kind of disturbing to read. He's like, yeah, I, I kind of got that feedback after I submitted. So you don't want to make people uncomfortable reading about what happened to you, but you also want to tell your story. It's this fine line and, and you need to be comfortable with what you, you say and understand that the people on the other end also don't want to feel uncomfortable reading what you have to write because that's just human nature, right? If we are uncomfortable reading what you're writing, then it's like, oh, we wanna push it away. So just be careful with going into too much depth, but tell your story, if that makes sense.
The one thing I do want to point out that really isn't part of the question, and it's this work experience related to medicine. Being the patient registration representative, I don't think is clinical experience. I think it's admin experience. And a lot of students do it thinking, oh, look, I'm interacting with the patient, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I consider patient registration representative very similar to a front desk person at, a, at an outpatient clinic. You're kind of that first line, first contact with a patient coming in, taking their name, taking their insurance card, all of that stuff. I don't think that's clinical experience. And so if you can get some different experiences, some potentially better clinical experiences where you're interacting with patients outside of the admin side of it, then I would I would do that. So just a, a quick little side note there. But from the drug-related aspect, as long as you're clean and sober now, hopefully you are, hopefully you're better. Hopefully you're in a better, safer place now. I hope so. Um, that shouldn't be a problem getting into medical school. Just go and ask those questions. Um, it shouldn't be a problem later on down the line. We are humans. We are not perfect. There are plenty of doctors, I guarantee you, that are out practicing who had issues in the past and are fine now. I wish you the best of luck. I'm glad to be back here on the old pre-meds podcast. Don't forget to check out blueprintmcat.com and all of their free amazing resources. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for free half-length diagnostic, free full-length, free study planner tool, free flashcards on their brand new space repetition platform. Go check it out, blueprintmcat.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the old pre-meds podcast. This is MedEd Media.